Okay, I'm recording. Oh, man. Here we are, guys. Oh, man. We're just going to keep saying oh, man, over and over. Hey, guys, welcome to Winging at the West Wing podcast. My name's Andrea. And I'm Sally. I'm Sally. Sally, a very valley girl. Sorry, guys. Sally the valley. (laughs) Sally of the valley. Um, Not true. Is South Carolina a valley? I don't think so. No. <laughs> today, today we're going to talk about the season six finale. Two thousand one hundred and sixty-two votes. Can I get an amen? It's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? A little bit. A little um, bit. How did we get here? I suppose. How did, how did, oh, like how is it already the season six finale? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're, this is just going to be a constant revelation each episode as we get into season seven. We're we're just in denial that it's, it's yeah, been doing this 100%. so long. And we're here. The first episode of season seven started playing, you know, after uh, the finale, just when I was watching yeah. it. And I was just like, no, I don't want it to happen. <laughs> I know. Oh, we're going to have to figure something out. Um, okay. So I think we all know what happens in this episode. Here's what happens. It's the, it's the Democratic Convention, and the whole climax of it is who is going to be the Democratic nominee. And then also, we've got the NASA storyline still going on in the background. Yeah. The end. There's your TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. That was the fastest oh. TikTok we've ever done, maybe. That's, be- that's because I did it, and I don't have a good memory. <laughs> um, let us sing sing real quick, and then yes. we'll just dive right in. <clears throat> da. Da. Oh, dear. Well, West Wing, here we come. West Wing, USA. All right, let's just um, where where do you want to begin, Sally? Should we talk about NASA first because there's so uh, much? Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about this episode? I I That's love. Where I, begin. I mean, I really love all of season six and seven, except for the episodes that we thought were terrible, the Cuba right. one, and <laughs> probably I really the love Cuba all one. of it except for the ones that I hated. Yeah. So, yeah. no, really, I love, anytime there's a flurry of activity, I'm all about the flurry. Yes. So, this one Agreed. is perfect. It is like a chess game in real time. All of mm-hmm. the electoral math, all of that stuff, I yeah. just find it so exciting. And then on I top agree. of that, we've got super high stakes, because this this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where yeah. we're going to find out who the nominee is. So, I love this episode. What do you think? Um, I love this episode. I think that I always black out the NASA storyline because I hate that part. I don't hate the storyline. <laughs> I just hate how it turns out. But because when I think about this episode, I always think about the, the flurry like you were talking about. I always think about right? Josh running down to the floor and, and just everybody's chasing everybody and all the delegates are up for grabs and ah. And I love all of that. I love it so much. And that's what I think about when I think about this episode. And so then when I watch it and remember that the NASA thing is happening, I'm just like, no. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even imagine. I love the episode. I can't even imagine what it would have felt like in real time. And I know that many of you guys watched it in real time, but wondering who the leak was for an entire 
you know, summer or hiatus or what. I feel yeah. like back in the day, they took an actual, like, set amount of time in between seasons. You know, like, everybody yeah. was off during the summer. You know, right. like, you had all year, and then in the summer it was off, and then in the fall it came back. And now it's like, oh, no, this show, they do 13 episodes, and then they're off for six months, and then they do <laughs> yeah. 10 more, and then yeah. this one does three episodes and then takes a three-month <laughs> hiatus. It's like, there's no... This one does three episodes and takes a two-year hiatus. There's, there, yeah, exactly. There's nothing you can count on anymore. I miss yeah. the days when it was like, blockbuster video, you know that your movies are due back at midnight. The end. <laughs> And McDonald's breakfast ends at 10.30, and yes, I'm glad that that changed, but I just feel like there are certain things you can count on. All I'm saying. (sighs) And you can count on waiting on the West Wing. Yeah, like, these kind of cliffhangers were torturous. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, it's going to be six months of not knowing. Anyway. Right. Let's see. Okay, so yeah, let's just get the, let's get the Toby stuff out of the way. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler (laughs) alert for all of, for really all of season seven. So, as a recap, there has been a leak. Greg Brock broke the story that there's this other shuttle, etc., etc. Now they're trying to figure out who has, who was the leak. And President Bartlett is on a warpath. Yes. I mean, he's mad. He's hopping mad, you might say. He's hopping mad. Yeah, so that was interesting. To st- we don't really see him that mad that often, but he was very, very mad. And he basically tells them that he wants um, he wants them to figure out who the leak was before everybody else figures it out and assigns TJ and Toby to figure it out. And that's what they start doing, sort of, throughout the episode. Yeah, it's a very somber thing. It's a very somber mood, especially with CJ. It's been I feel like it's been ages since I've seen her do something funny, which is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bartley wants the leaker found, and then we're trying to figure out, is there even enough time to get up to the astronauts to save them, and mm-hmm. are they or are they not going to save them? But it's already on the news. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I don't know. It's, we care because we know that one of the West Wing people was the leak. That's yes. all that we really... I mean, I'm sure we care about the astronauts as well, but it's really the human capital yeah. of people we know that make it important. Well, we didn't really know that until the end, right? Because we thought it could be astronauts, and then Kate comes in to Toby's office at the very end. This is the sort of cliffhanger, and she's like, mm-hmm. it wasn't the guy at NASA, it, you know, and she shuts the door, and she's like, somebody in the West Wing, the FBI has a theory that you're not going to like. Dun, and closes dun, dun, dun. the door when she says yeah. it. Oh... Which totally yeah. makes it look like CJ. Yep, I think so too. Slash maybe Toby. Either way, not a good time in, in the actual West Wing. So let's talk no. about the DNC. Is there anything else? Well, wait, do you think, well, I, I would love to know if anybody's listening that, which we know there are people listening that have seen, we're watching the show in real time. I would love to know what people thought it was going to be. Did yeah. people think it was going to be Toby? Or, yeah, what did what did you I think hear that when and I think first saw this. I would still think it's going to be CJ. Like when I first watched it, I thought it was going to be CJ because she was the one who was all upset about it, and Toby loves her, so like he would be upset about it. Maybe that's what Kate's talking about. I don't know. So I'd be interested anyway. If if you watched it in real time, or even when you were first watching it, I would like to know who you thought the leaker was going to be. Yeah, did you think it was Toby, CJ, or option C, Donald Trump? 
<laughs> or some other third party. See, si. let us know. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So move. Moving on to the Democratic National Convention. Yes. It starts off... Much more exciting. With a, <laughs> yes, it's much much more exciting than a potential betrayal and uh, federal offense. Uh, lots of shaky cam. Lots yeah. of, you know... In that first meeting, yeah. <laughs> They're trying to imply that things are hectic. Things yeah, are all I think fluttered. it. I think... I think that was fully accomplished. I yeah. might have um, need to s- sit down at the end of watching it. Um, yeah. I also love the way that the scenes were lit, illuminated as well. Not yeah. as like a superlative. It was so, so lit. But like, <laughs> you know, the, well, there, there was a lot of silhouette of and shadow. Tunnel? Like back hallway type thing? I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's like a, a, one of the, you know... I, I don't know. You go in stadiums a lot. I'm assuming it's like a oh, background yes. tunnel in the convention stadium where they're like having these secret meetings and that makes the lighting very dramatic. Yes. It doesn't really feel that cool when you're just hanging out in the bottom of an (laughs) arena. It just feels like, why don't I have cell phone reception and why is everything made of cinder block? But it does, it does make for good clandestine meetings in in the West Wing world. Um, I also like that we're continuing this sort of, feeling of all of the campaign managers just bickering like children so they play rock paper scissors to figure out the speaking order and i just i like it i think it's funny yeah and i like like how josh explains it to i think it was rana i'm not or santos i don't remember where he's like uh paper covers rock you know just explaining (laughs) why they are in the speaking order that they are oh you're gonna go first because paper covers rock duh and they're like uh yeah (laughs) These are how actual decisions are made. (laughs) The thing I didn't like was that Will Bailey kept being Will Bailey and was feeling so entitled trying to get Russell to be (laughs) the first in everything because he was the front runner. Yeah. Oy vey. Oy vey indeed. But he's, I mean, he's doing his job, but. Yeah. No, no. And you don't no. you don't need to tell Leo McGarry that you can't flip a coin to find out who's gonna go first <laughs> or second, and that there are three, three uh, potential nominees. Like why, why? Leo's a smart man. I'm just saying. I really liked how Josh was annoyed at the fact that Will Bailey kept bringing up his candidate being first. Well, it was annoying. Like, Josh was just not having it. Yeah, he was just voicing all of our thoughts, I think. Exactly. Yeah, so we've got the speaking order that we're trying to nail down. There's still some of that VP who's going to be, is it is it going to be a Baker-Russell thing, or is Baker going to, he's kind of putting him off and not committing to it, which kind of gets everybody's antennas up. And then, dun-dun-dun. Yeah. What happens? Baker's going to try to get nominated from the floor. What? Dun, 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 indeed. Huge plot twist. Can anybody just do that? I don't understand. I don't. And and if they do that, like, what are their odds of actually <laughs> winning? I would say little to none. Because, like one of the reporters said, they don't go through the... The huge vetting process that is the primaries, which apparently, according to this last election, means literally nothing. But 
Uh, sorry, I got distracted and angry for a second. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I think I think you would have very slim chances because of that. Because yeah, they go through all this. Normally, normal candidates go through a lot of strenuous like observation, and people are digging through their backgrounds and all that. So it would be I could see, you know, the delegates and the American people, unless it's somebody very well established. Mm-hmm. I will, can't imagine people would just be like, yeah, let's just throw this guy in there. Yeah. Poor girl. <laughs> well, it's fun because it's, then it totally screws up their electoral math. Then, yeah, you know, we're pulling delegates from not just Santos, but also from Russell, which is amazing. And we forgot, yes. to, we um, didn't mention yet that Josh meets with Hoynes as well. Oh, yeah. Everyone's trying to unite the party. Basically to tell him to stop. Yeah. Like, he just wants him to drop out because he's keeping all these, not all these delegates, he doesn't have that many, but he's keeping delegates from Santos. Mm-hmm. Or Santos, if you're... <laughs> if you're Leo or Bartlett. So, we got that meeting going on. Uh, Baker is dragging his feet because he ends up wanting to run. So, that was fun. Everybody's scrambling. Yeah. Everyone's trying to adjust... Everybody's scrambling. All the math. Yeah. I mean, it's... The president says... Uh, it's a free-for-all. I think Aaron Burr's got 20 votes. <laughs> I like that. Aaron Burr, sir. Oh, Aaron Burr, Burr joke, joke. Yes. Yeah, it's so exciting. I don't know how the West Wing turned me into a person who was, like, just riveted by the, the dry erase board of, like, <laughs> ooh, Pennsylvania's down 23 and Texas is up 27. Right. Hurry, call the teachers union. Well, they do it because they do it so well. That's how. I, I know. I just very, don't know how it happened. interesting in real life. Like, for example, the... The networks want to turn it off. Uh, Leo's trying to convince people to keep it on air. Right. And then he's like, oh, that's when they find out that Baker's running. Or wants mm-hmm. to run. No, no law and order tonight. We're staying on the DNC channel, guys. <laughs> but I, I can only imagine. I would love oh. to be a fly on the wall where that's actually happening. Because these people are just, just at the top of their game. And they know all of... They know all of the math, and they know who to call, and they know what buttons to push, and who wants what. Like, Mm -hmm. that's such a huge part of it, is just knowing, like, what motivates everybody. Because if you know what they want, then you can negotiate slash blackmail. So, I really wish I could just be a fly (laughs) on the wall and see what it's like on an election night of any kind. Maybe not, like, a city council. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting. And you have to just be so smart, or at least so well informed, like you were saying, to just remember yeah, all just those an things, expert. and to think about how one domino is going to affect mm-hmm. the other. That's the big thing. It's like, oh well, it's Baker. Baker's coming in, and Pennsylvania's going to want to do this because they want to do that. And if Pennsylvania does that, then then Illinois is going to do this, and da da da. And it's just, yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Riveting to watch. Oh, I love it. Just love um, it. Me too. Let's have a podcast about it. So <laughs> then we find out that not only is Baker running, but his wife has depression. Now, yeah. I don't like this at all. No. I don't understand how it's that big of a story. Now, no. I understand that the idea that he wasn't fully vetted in, in the same way that the other candidates were... I can see where that premise, that make that's valid. That makes sense to yeah. me. But the thing that they yeah. used to, that that was like the cornerstone of that, or like the, the spark of it. 
I don't feel like it's that uh, illicit. I don't feel like yeah. I don't think it's illicit at all. I just thought it was a strange thing for them to to build it on. And I understand that there's the stigma of mental health, thankfully, is going down over the yeah. past 10 years. But really, yeah. was it even that that much of a stigma at the time? It's not like she had, like, a coke problem or right. some kind of drug habit. Right. I agree. And they tried to say, I mean, they did say, it's not about the depression, it's about that he didn't disclose it. And I agree. I thought it was a weird vehicle to use. I really love how it ends up with Matt Sanders' speech. And I like how Mm -hmm. that comes together. And I like how that sets up him saying all those things. And uh, so that worked for me. But I really, yeah, I don't love that. I mean, it could have been anything. Coke problem. Yes, that's great. Maybe she... Well, I would have. I would have made more sense to me. Yeah. If there had been something like, oh, she had a. I don't know. She had plastic surgery. She used to have three arms, and nobody told us. You know. But. Nope. No such thing. Just depression. So. So there's that. Not to be a dead horse. Um. But once once Baker throws his hat into the ring, all of the math is up in the air, and even Will Bailey starts to think that a Santos-Russell ticket wasn't looking so bad yeah. when they were talking about the VP situation, which is the first time that we've ever heard Will say anything about Santos right. being the top of in the a, ticket. Yeah, in a so, positive manner, yeah. Yeah, that shows you how dire of a, of a circumstance it was. Yeah. And so then Josh says, oh, we have to talk to the teachers' union. Yes. Yeah, and then he leads the teachers' union guy up to a room where he thinks he's going to sit down with Santos. You know how I feel about surprise president meetings. We've talked about this <laughs> so many times. They're the best. They're the best. So he leads him up to where he thinks he's going to meet Santos. Instead, he meets um, instead he meets the president, obviously. And that pretty much does it. And so they get those votes. And that's, well, that's after Santos's speech that he is not going to step down, which we should definitely talk about because I loved it. Yes. And not because step Leo, down, but not, you know, concede or whatever. Concede, yeah. Because Leo even spoke with Santos after Josh yeah. told him in the last episode that he's his own man and that he even tried to get him to concede to unite the party and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. And then Leo tries to get Matt to, to step down. As well. And it even kind of looks like Matt is considering it. He's going to. Yeah. I mean, when he, when he is talking to, to Josh just before he goes up, it definitely, definitely seems like he's about to consider it. I mean, there's no, yeah, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And the only, the only thing you would be concerned about is like, wait, where's the show going to go if, (laughs) if he concedes? But it, it definitely makes it seem like he's going to get up there and then he does not. Yeah, because even Josh no. thought that they were done for. Josh was like, oh, it was a good time, and anytime you want to do this again, like, you know how to find me. Yeah. And, like, they're really talking about it as though it's over. Yeah. And yeah. leave it to Santos to just <laughs> completely surprise and delight you. 100%. He says no, and that's it. <laughs> so. I don't know how. I don't know how they write such good speeches because I don't know. You know what they did with Santos is that they made him both presidential enough 
where yeah. he seemed like a viable candidate, smart and well-spoken, but he was also the underdog and a little bit of the outsider in so yeah. much that he would just be honest. Yeah. So you know how in real life people were gravitating towards the current president and Bernie Sanders because they were anti-establishment and they were they appeared to be telling the truth. Right. And I think that, that that's what they got in Matt Santos is that he said, you know, people were telling me not people were telling me to drop out because right. of this and that. And people were saying that Baker's wife is this and that. But it's not up to them. And the fact that he yeah. just called a spade a spade, it also just makes him seem not just relatable, but a lot more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And in the end, a lot more likable. And what do you oh, know? Seals the deal. It seals the deal indeed when they are... Um, when they, they're somewhere else. I think they're in the when the White House listening to it be announced over the TV, and they're saying, you know, we now have a nominee, and they're like yelling it, and I don't know. I just love that. Um, it 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 felt a little anticlimactic to me though, a little did bit. It? Like this this well, here's the thing. The speech itself was so it was so soaring and yeah. emotional. That that was the climax of the thing, and I think it's kind of in, implied that he's going to win, and then they do announce it. But the actual "you got the nomination" was like less of a point than the speech. The speech was the the, the climax of the episode, really. So I it felt a little that, strange. To yeah, me. the speech is definitely the climax of the episode. I think I probably liked hearing it the way we did because that's how we would hear it as an audience. It's on the new, it's on our TVs like that. So it was kind of cool to, I mean, obviously they were watching in the White House, so that's a little different, but to see it how everyone else watching at home would have seen it um, or heard it. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting interesting take. But yeah, the the speech is definitely the, the high point. Oh, so good. But I love how they just knew that the speech was so good that they didn't have to dress up the announcement. They're like, yeah. oh. it's like they just yeah. like sunk a three-pointer and, it, and they're just like, oh, well... I mean, y'all saw how good that was, right? Like, you know that yep. that won, <laughs> that won the yep. game, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. So funny. And um, then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Take us, take it away, Sally. Then and what happened? then Josh just <laughs> casually comes strolling up to Leo to talk about their vice president pick. And he's all coy about it and says he's, you know, they don't know what they're going to do. And, oh, no, we think we got a guy picked out. And we've already talked to the president. And <laughs> duh, duh, And he's like, oh, who is it? And he says, you. And then he gets up and you. walks away. <laughs> what? Leo's the VP. That, well, I mean, if you, were, if you were on the fence about watching season seven because you're like, oh, I like Santos, but... Well, I don't know. Any reason that you were like, I don't know if I want to watch season seven. But then when you hear that Leo is going to be the VP, yeah. you can't not watch. No. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was a a little hook for yep. season seven. I, I didn't see it coming at all. It's a hook for the American people. And it's a hook. Well, it's a hook for the American people again. <laughs> to vote for him and to watch the West Wing. So real yes. people versus fake ones. But Were you yeah. surprised? Um, I was, no, I don't think I really was, because 
I mean, I wasn't really thinking about it or expecting anything, so I think it was harder to be surprised because I didn't have any expectations, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I think as soon as Josh walked up and was talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, as soon as he started saying yes. stuff. It, it was clear. I, I could tell by the... Yeah, the I can tell by the way they framed came, the scene. Yeah. Which is so funny. Yeah. It's always like somebody shuffling papers and they're not really paying attention. Or, right. And they're very casual and then something exactly. really exactly. dramatic happens. Yep. <laughs> Clearly I know how to write for TV. Um, <laughs> yes. So. It's all good. Season seven. Season, season six. It's. How is it all behind us? I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I feel like I need to sing Rod Stewart's back catalog, not just because my voice feels hoarse, but because of all the feelings. Um, Agreed. Take a look at me now. That's not him, is it? Is that Rod Stewart? My take no a look idea. at me now. Oh, man. Okay. I'll, I'll look it up. Um, I want to watch season six again. Can we just... I, I want to get to season seven, but I kind of just want to go back and do season six again. What do you think? Sure. No. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Well, if there are things Wait, do you, you guys have an want MVP? to discuss. Oh, golly. Uh, ooh. Uh, I can't decide between Josh and Matt. I just call him Matt Santos. I don't, I just called Matt Santos I'm, Matt. I feel weird. Um, I'm saying Matt Santos. You're saying Matt Santos? Yeah. That's well, Beach Man. Yeah, you know what? I have to. I have to to give it to little Maddie there. Yep. yep. Two votes for Matt Santos. Hooray! Okay. Well, if you guys want to discuss your feelings, especially about uh, whether or not you thought the leaker was Toby or CJ, let us know. The West Wing Podcast at gmail.com, or you can message us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Wingin' It Pod. And we're getting to our last season. Season seven. You'll, Emotions. You'll only hear from us for twenty-two more episodes, and then who knows? We'll go back into the West Wing ether. Um. All right. Well, we love you guys. Hope you have a great week. We'll catch you for the beginning of season seven coming up soon. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>